0: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny bucci a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the Boochcast. This week, we have another classic episode that we are airing here on the Boochcast, as we are delivering another classic pay-per-view review. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with these classic pay-per-view reviews and how they work, here's basically how it goes. Basically, uh, these reviews are done by myself and one of my uh, co-hosts by the name of Gator Ricky Ross. And what we do is we review classic pay-per-views from WWE, WCW, and ECW, and we analyze them through the minds of two people who are not only huge wrestling fans, but also two people who work in the wrestling business. As you know, Gator is a wrestler. He is a manager. He's been an announcer, a referee. He's popped the popcorn. He pretty much has indie wrestling covered. He's done pretty much every job you could possibly think of in the wrestling business. I myself am a former uh, commentator and a ring announcer. I'm also a manager for Buff Bagwell. Um, I've also done concession work and street team and I also pretty much have the wrestling business covered as well. So uh, Gator and I combine our knowledge of the business with our love for the business and use that to analyze classic pay-per-view reviews. And we got a very special one this week, so we're just going to dive right into it. And we're going to talk about St. Valentine's Day Massacre. This was, of course, the one and only of its kind, which happened to air, of course, on Valentine's Day. That's why they came up with a name for it. And it was the one right before WrestleMania. So Gator, are you ready?
1: Yeah, uh, you're gonna have to read me the card though, because 'cause I- I'm attached to a cord and I can't move.
0: Okay, so the first match on the card and was Gold Dust versus Blue Dust, A.K.A. the Blue Meanie.
1: Oh, this was now this was fucking stupid, <laughs> <laughs> but it was entertaining, so I can't say shit. Um. Uh... <laughs>
0: It was the most awkward shit in the world, just, you know. It
1: was, but it's, you know, sometimes in life, you know, the Blue Meaning was doing this thing where he stole a man's gimmick. And it worked for him, but he didn't do it. Notice he borrowed children. He borrowed, and he made it his own. He didn't go around going, woomy or boomy, bitches.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he did. Motherfucker. He said, no one will ever forget the name. Blue. Das. And then he'd have like blue shit dripping from the ceiling all over Goldust, and Goldust would get pissed, and it led to a match that lasted like three minutes. But it was funny. Yeah, and I think that, I think with with all due respect to these guys, three minutes is all they needed.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, they didn't need to go no more than
0: that. They didn't. No need... more, no less. No more, no less. Yeah, and it was a great match and genuinely entertaining, and it showcased you know how you know kind of borrowing someone's gimmick for a moment. Cause he eventually went back to the blue meanie, can show and work, and it gave Goldust well, a decent it
1: storyline children that's different than just grabbing somebody's gimmick just to grab it because you're a shit wrestler
0: yeah that that is that is different that is different I ain't that
1: different Mr. B. J. because sometimes in life it's okay to grab a gimmick if you're gonna use it for storyline purposes it's not okay to go I'm Stone Cold Gator here I come you know
0: yes I know I know all too well and of course after that we had, for the hardcore title match, uh, it was a vacant title at the time because Road Dog had to surrender due to injury, uh, Bob Holly versus Al Snow with Head. This
1: was a hell of a match. Yeah. I loved it.
0: You loved it? I loved it. Okay, what'd you like about it?
1: I mean, I just liked that it was good. It was, they used the space well. Yes,
0: that's what I enjoyed. The fact that they went all over the building and didn't just stay in the ring and it ended with him being wrapped up in a fence and being pinned like near the water or in the water or whatever.
1: I think it was Mississippi or some shit.
0: Yeah, near the river. Yeah. I mean, it took place in Memphis, <laughs> Tennessee.
1: Yeah, right over there on the river or some shit. I think it was on the Mississippi yeah. near the edge. I don't know. If I... Yeah.
0: you got pinned in a fence down by the river.
1: <laughs> and...
0: <laughs> no!
1: Yep. You'll have pl-
0: no! Yep. You'll have plenty of time for hardcore matches when you're pinned in a fence down by the river
1: stop just stop what you're doing stop okay. don't do no more
0: okay 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 so next
1: stop stealing gimmick, you fuck
0: hey hey it's funny for this moment okay it's not stealing it's an impersonation it's different no but yeah, I, that's what I loved about the match. The fact that it was just everywhere. There was violence. It was a hardcore match. It felt like... And I think there might have been some color. Did Al Snow get some color?
1: Yeah, there was some color.
0: Yeah. Also makes it a great hardcore match. Gotta have the color. Uh, always
1: color. Always color. Yes.
0: And then after that... I
1: color. I don't like getting color, but I do understand that... My name's not Tim Horner, okay? My wife don't say, hey, you can't get color.
0: Oh.
1: You know who Tim Horner
0: is? I've heard the name, but I don't remember too much about him.
1: I can't tell the story right on air, but I'll tell you later.
0: (laughs) All I can say is
1: shots fired. So great shots fired. Great shots fired. You don't believe me? Talk to Cornette. Anyway. Yeah,
0: so we got a big... So next was uh, Big Boss Man and Midian. Yeah, that
1: was shitty. It was shitty. It was was mediocre. It was just a match.
0: Yeah, it was like six minutes long, and it was boring as fuck. Well, it was
1: by the beginning of the
0: fucking match. Yeah, and the whole thing was just to build up for Boss Man to take on The Undertaker at WrestleMania anyway. The only thing that was cool was The Undertaker and all the Ministry of Darkness are standing behind this, like, flaming barrel as The Undertaker's, like, laying out everything they're gonna do, and he goes, Brother Midian, tonight you will take on The Boss Man. And The Undertaker made it seem like it was gonna be a fun match, but really it just was fucking boring.
1: It was the shitty.
0: It was the shitty genuinely the
1: shitty was genuinely the shitty
0: and then we had a match uh, for the tag team titles Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart with Deborah took on D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry with Ivory now
1: this was I don't know what to say about this this was this was different Get you know what I'm saying, Mr. Boudrett? Yeah. It was a cluster. A cluster? It was kind of a cluster. I mean not not like a uncensored
0: ninety six cluster, but still a cluster. I mean, yeah. I mean mostly it revolved around Deborah and Ivory, then it didn't. It at did. T- it
1: was more or less about the bitches.
0: They should have just let them wrestle at that point.
1: Well, titties. Uh
0: Yes, Deborah. I think Deborah was where Jerry Lawler first started saying puppies was with Deborah. Yes,
1: it was.
0: And then eventually it just circumnavigated to all the other women. And
1: yay, puppies. I like puppies. And
0: their pretty pink noses. Yes. And of course, Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart were always great as a tag team. And, uh, of course, yeah, LeBron. they
1: were actually surprisingly one of the better tag teams of this era.
0: Yeah, and D. Brown and Mark Henry were very good, too. great well, that was
1: all Nation of Domination shit.
0: Yes, you know, and I believe, even though the Nation was kind of split up at this point, they remained a tag team, which I thought was badass. You yeah, know. no,
1: I'm not disagreeing with you on that. And
0: then, of course, after that, we had the Intercontinental Championship match. Val Venus with Ryan Shamrock versus Ken Shamrock and Billy oh. Gunn. The shitty
1: the shitty let me explain why it is the shitty i
0: need to hear this
1: ryan shamrock who was actually fucking ken at that time he's not really she's not really his sister she was actually his girlfriend at the time she's an actress Oh yes, you didn't know this.
0: Wait, so that was his. So that I I know it wasn't his actual sister. That his, was
1: his girlfriend. That was his girlfriend. Oh yes, Mister Boudreaux, that was his girlfriend. Wow. And he has to actually tell her. Slap me. She forgot her fucking spot. She forgot her spot. Yep, you have to actually. If you go back and watch it.
0: Oh my god.
1: He forgets her spot.
0: Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Her spot. Oh you poor, poor stupid girl. You
1: poor stupid bitch.
0: Nobody smartened her up?
1: But they smartened her up but she forgets her spot. Oh
0: god, how do you do that?
1: They smarten her up. She gets she just forgets her spot. How do
0: you do if that? Shamrock
1: actually, Shamrock actually fucking breaks and goes slap me.
0: Oh man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go back. And, I did not catch that. How did I? Yes. A, but I will say I love the the vignettes leading up to that with Val Venus doing all the porn. Like that was great about Val Venus. He would make his own like porno movies, and then he'd have like Ryan Shamrock in them. And I thought it was fucking like hilarious.
1: No, I, 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 I no disagree with that. That, was,
0: that is pretty cool. I, Val Venus was a great character. I felt they could have did so much more with him.
1: There was a lot they could have done with him before he became uh, Val the Weed Salesman. Yes,
0: you know, that's what he's doing now.
1: He's selling butts, children. He's selling butts.
0: I, I, I don't care what anybody says. He definitely deserves the Hall of Fame.
1: Disagree.
0: He deserves the Hall of Fame, most definitely.
1: He
0: may have been a Raw. He deserves it. Yeah, him... I, I, I think him and Shamrock, Ken Shamrock both deserve it. Ken
1: Shamrock should be. I don't... Well, Ken Shamrock, you ready to be on, uh, on Impact Wrestling,
0: so technically... Yeah, I'm sure he'll be in eventually. I don't know if going to Impact will hinder his chances of going in anytime soon.
1: Well, he's getting ready to wrestle a match with Moose.
0: Whoa, that's gonna be good. No, no, it's not. It's not gonna be good?
1: It'll probably be the shitty.
0: Why do you think it'll be the shitty? It'll
1: probably end up turning into a fucking shoot fight.
0: Why would it turn into a shoot fight? They don't hate. Do they hate each other in real life?
1: I don't know if they do or not, but I don't trust Moose. But you don't think Moose is safe? Hell no! Moose is not safe. He's not safe. He's
0: not safe. Who is he injured?
1: Well, just watch him. Watch him. He gets a little... Then again, neither is Sammy Callahan, so whatever.
0: Oh, dear God.
1: He... Oh, God. That's not safe. No, that's not safe.
0: (laughs) Not safe at all. And, of course, um, overall, I thought Billy Gunn did great as the referee. Um, I like the fact that Val Venus won because I felt he deserved the title, most definitely. And, you know, the whole Ryan Shamrock thing was great, even though eventually Val dumps Ryan the next night on Raw, which is fucking hilarious. Hey,
1: hey. Hey, sometimes
0: you got to pump and dump. Yep, and Valvinus is very much the pump and dump type. That's
1: what he did. He pumped it, and he dumped it.
0: Okay, so after this... Okay, by the way, do you know what kind of stars you give any of these matches? Say what? Weren't you going to rate these on a one to four star? Kind of I was, and
1: then I forgot to do it, and I didn't do it last week, so fake it!
0: Okay, so next we have China and Kane from the corporation against Triple H and X-Pac from DX
1: when everybody decided to start having one nights in China. I love this story that Sean Waltman tells on uh what is it, K Fabe or whatever the shit is?
0: K Fabe commentary? Yeah. He
1: tells he tells that motherfucker, he, he says, Yep, Triple H called me and said, What kind of weird shit are you into,
0: kid? Well yes, Triple H and X-Pac have both slept with Shine. I think Kane's the one who hasn't.
1: And maybe he did, who knows?
0: If he if they did, they're keeping that shit a uh, secret. Who knows? Who knows? I don't.
1: Sometimes you fuck a nineteen year old from Virginia. Shit happens. Anyway.
0: Yes. 19-year-old from Virginia, yes.
1: Hashtag is shower time in Italy. Oh, God. Springtime for something and
0: something-y. Springtime for Bucci and Italy.
1: Springtime for Elsha and Arendelle.
0: So, of course, um, how do you feel about the tag match, though?
1: It was okay. I mean, they work around China a lot, which yeah. is perfect. She didn't really have to bump She didn't really have to do much. They just worked around
0: her. And you felt that it wasn't necessary for her to have to do anything. Yes. Okay, I guess that makes a little bit of sense. And then, of course, after that, we had the Last Man Standing match for the WWF title: Mankind versus The Rock.
1: Oh God, this was this was good, but it was also a pile of buck.
0: Yep, I agree. Um,
1: it was a good match with a crappy ending.
0: Oh yes, definitely.
1: How the fuck do
0: you end this match in a draw?
1: Very simply by ending the match in a draw. That was I
0: again. It's one of those things where there it makes no sense. It doesn't. It it makes Makes the storyline stupid and the rock would end up winning the title in a fucking ladder match and the ladder match wasn't that great. Yeah,
1: yeah, that, that was just shitty.
0: You were better off just having the rock win here. It was just shitty. Even if mankind got a rematch on Raw in a ladder match and the Rock still won that. It was just stupid. Ah, I mean, yeah, and, and the fact that they, that they treated mankind like a transitional champion was just that was even shittier.
1: When you're sitting on a toilet shitting in you're shitting in the toilet the shit. The
0: toilet, I will say though that you know I don't think it was as brutal as the I quit match it was more brutal
1: that was more brutal
0: yeah but I think they definitely uh, learned a lot from that last one because I don't think ma- like Mankind sure as hell didn't bring handcuffs to this one and you know him and The Rock definitely you could feel the animosity and I thought it was genius I like the fact that, that The Rock took out Mankind beforehand on Sunday Night Heat and was taking out the legs which was smart trying to make it hard for Mankind to stand up like that's that's good storytelling when you're actually trying Trying to do things realistically to prevent someone from getting up to see stuff like that works and then after that we had the steel cage match stone cold steve austin and mr mcmahon
1: this was something Um, it got a little crazy, Mr. Boudrena. It did. It did.
0: That is all. Uh, What I'll say about the match is, uh, it wasn't meant to be a great technical match, obviously. It was meant to be Austin beating the shit out of McMahon. That's what this match was designed for. And that's what we got. And Pretty much- And when Vince took that bump off the cage through the table, he definitely earned the respect of his employees if he didn't have it already. Because one of the things that people always say is, Vince would never ask you to do something that he would not be willing to do himself. That's what they say. And that's where he got that moniker from when he took that bump off the cage. And it looked like the match was going to end, but Austin grabs a microphone and says that some bitch still breathing gets him, brings him back in the ring, beats the shit out of him. Austin's about to climb out of the cage. Vince flips him off. Austin climbs back in. Like Austin refuses to let McMahon have the last word. And then the giant Paul White shows up. They haven't even called him the big show yet. And they throw him through the cage. The, the cage thing opens he drops down and that's how he wins and gets the match at wrestlemania because
1: i'm in the shower
0: and that would be really great in the end Stone Cold and you see when he like gets his hand raised and look on his face like what the fuck I won which to me is always the moment I, I remember the most from... no it was
1: perfect because it was just like hey I
0: won and he's going to Wrestlemania to face
1: yep never gonna give you up never gonna let you down never gonna turn
0: around and hurt
1: you um I yeah your ass, bitch.
0: yeah that hadn't happened yet
1: but rickroll
0: yeah he had that hadn't happened yet. And Austin never never started, didn't put his video out yet. In fact, you couldn't even, in fact, they didn't even have cell phones that made videos at this time. So that's right, kids. There was a time where that didn't exist. (gasps) Oh my God. So, anyway, um, that was the end of St. Valentine's Day Massacre. It had those matches, and it's weird because when you watch the whole pay-per-view, it feels like it's a lot longer, but you look at the times and you go, wow, some of these matches weren't as long as you thought, but right. some of them went on for as long as they needed to, and it worked. So, yes,
1: I was your king of the forest.
0: Yes, and so that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I thank you guys for tuning in, and make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. So pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there, or be a super fan and follow us on all five hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash TheBoochCast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content, including our latest BoochCast holiday video. That's right. We got a special video out for uh, Valentine's Day that's going to be up there on the Facebook page. So make sure you guys uh, go there and check that video out. It is going to be hilarious. Uh, Also, make sure you guys uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBoochCast. Get the latest tweet photos and videos also be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel we got great content on there including our uh, boot reviews dark side of the ring our dnd one-shot archived watch parties funny skits holiday videos including the Valentine's Day one that I just mentioned all of that is up there on the YouTube channel so be sure you guys hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified so you'll know when more content will be coming your way like I said we're gonna be finishing up a uh, dark side of the ring very soon We're going to have the rest of those videos out there for you guys. Also, I'm going to be trying to get some of the uh, archived videos up there as well from a few watch parties. I know it's been a while, but we're definitely going to make the time to uh, get that out there for you guys. It's just uh, a matter of budgeting the time with all the work and the projects that we're doing. But trust me, those videos will be up there very soon. So make sure to go to YouTube and subscribe. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch. Parties Our next watch parties will be on April 2nd and April 3rd for nights 1 and 2 of Wrestlemania. Now, to avoid any confusion, we're only going to be streaming night 1 from beginning to end on April 2nd. Then we're going to stop. Then the next night on April 3rd we will go from beginning to end for night 2. So it's not going to be a long st- 24 hour stream. We're just going to do night one, start to finish, and night two, start to finish. But those will go down April 2nd and April 3rd of 2022. So be on the lookout for WrestleMania 38 on Twitch. So follow us to know when we go in live. Also, we got our D&D show that will be coming soon. Uh, Later this year, we've got to work out all the kinks on that. I have spoken to John, so we are in the process of getting that done. So we'll let you guys know as more updates will be coming in the near future. Also, we got some gaming that's going to be coming to the channel. Uh, Of course, Elvis Delinsky is going to be uh, in charge of the gaming primarily. I also have a special gaming project uh, that I want to do, but uh, I'm not going to reveal it just yet. Uh, I have spoken to the Boochcast team about it privately, so they know what's going on, but you guys will just have to wait. But make sure you are following us at twitch.tv slash the Boochcast. Also, make sure you guys support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes you Uh, We have three different levels you can donate at with prizes coming soon. Uh, The first level you can donate at is for a mere 99 cents per month. Now this level is mostly for people who want to support the Boochcast but don't have a lot of money to spend. We know a lot of you guys out there are hardworking men and women out there doing your nine to fives, uh, trying to pay your bills and support your family. So the last thing we would ever ask our fans to do is break the bank or sacrifice a payment. payment to help out the boots cast so that's why we had this 99 cents level for us it's not a lot of money you just throw it at us but every little bit helps if you want to support now if you got a bigger budget and you want to spend some extra money or able to you can go to the next level which is for 4.99 per month the same amount of money you would pay for a peacock subscription i know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the peacock so don't give them money give us money We got better content than Peacock anyway. And of course, we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. That's right, the same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since they sold to the Peacock, you've got nowhere to put that 9 dollars So take that 9 dollars bring it over here. We got better content than the Network. And unlike the WWE, we actually care about our fans and are dedicated to giving the people what they want. Now, of course, once you agree to give your monthly donation, you will be billed every month until you cancel. Now, the good news is you can cancel at any time. So there is no pressure. If something happens and you just can't afford it anymore, you are able to cancel at any time. The only catch is you are not entitled to a refund when you cancel. So you don't get your money back, but you can stop giving money if you absolutely have to. And also, uh, you can also go to Anchor's Privacy Policy to find out more about how they process your personal data. What I can tell you here on the Boochcast is we have zero zero access to your personal data, and with all due respect, we don't want it. We don't want to rip off our fans. All The only money we want from you is whatever donation you decide to give from the three options. That's all we ask of you financially. We don't want your personal data. We don't see your personal data. At best, we might get your first and last name, and we would only use that to give you guys shout outs here on the Boochcast to thank you for being great donors. Unless you want to remain anonymous, because we do have some fans that choose to remain anonymous and we value and respect their wishes. So we wanna let everybody know you are safe and you can check out Anchor to be absolutely certain. And the best part is, you know exactly where your money is going. So we tell people all the time, where that money goes. That money goes back into the show in some capacity to help it out. We use it to upgrade our equipment, we use it to bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Booch Cast successful. So if you have a favorite co-host and you believe they deserve to be paid for their hard work, anchor.fm slash the cast slash support is how you make that happen. And if there's any Money left over. When it's all said and done, we use the remaining funds to feed Zach ramen noodles and try to get him laid. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, aka The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby! While well, I see by the clock on a wall. That it's time to bid you one and
1: all Goodbye, goodbye, so long, so long Farewell, farewell, adieu, adieu Be good, stay well, bye-bye Keep warm, relax, and eat Take care, stay loose, adieu, you i a la goodbye till when we meet
0: again